Looking for conversations on books and more, as well as tutorials on using your favorite devices and applications? You've come to the right place. Join us weekly on Spicy Techie, where Ali, Makara, and Sienna provide insightful conversations as well as useful tips and tricks to help you along on your technological journey. To learn more, tune in to the show and like the Spicy Techie Facebook page. Search for Spicy Techie. Looking for good sports conversations, sports media, and important topics for athletes and fans alike, and at times, my favorite sports teams? Check out Sports for Beginners with me, Scott McGregor, where we will break down all of the action. To learn more about the podcast, like the Sports for Beginners Facebook page. Search Sports for Beginners. Toronto gets the opener against New York on New Year's Day. They get the opener against uh, Boston in tonight's game on a Wednesday. But Boston finishes the job and takes the victory against Toronto in the first round between Boston and Toronto. Welcome to the PWHL recap on On the Ice and Behind the Benches, the podcast. Start the intro. Welcome to On the Ice and Behind the Benches, the show where we cover specific hockey clubs. I am your host, Thomas McGregor, so let's get ready to hit the ice. So it's the Battle of Toronto versus Boston. On the women's side, how will this game go down? Welcome into the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast studio. This is the PWHL recap on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast. I am your host, Thomas McGregor. and. Tonight was a big one. When you look at a shot total, but we'll talk about that more in the second half of our opening segment. To kickstart us on the opening segment, let's take a look at our goal scorers in tonight's 3-2 final. Over Toronto, 
with Boston getting the W. Tanner Miller may not have won Toronto the game, but definitely kept Toronto in this game, scoring her first and second goals of the season and goals of tonight's game. Talk about going for a hat trick when you're scoring your first two goals against one team and you haven't scored a goal yet. Good job, Hannah. Unfortunately, didn't have enough left to get the hat trick. As we say in the National Hockey League. The first goal at 9 minutes and 0 seconds. The other goal comes in the third period, 7 minutes and 45 seconds. With the assisters of Rebecca Leslie, her second assist of the season, and Jocelyn LeCrogue. her second assist of the season as well. Rebecca Leslie would also get her third assist of the season with Jessie C getting her second assist of the season on Hannah Miller's second goal of the night and second goal of the season. Before the second goal happened, we got Lauren Gable. Lauren Gable. Getting her first goal of the game and the season with an assist by Alina Miller. Muller, excuse me. Her second assist with the Boston women's hockey team of this season. Give it up for Megan Keller, who would tie things up into Boston's favor with her second goal of the season. Congratulations to you, Megan Keller. And who should assist her? And get her third assist, but Alina Muller getting her third and second assists of the season in tonight's game. And Alina Muller assisted Megan Keller, but she also assisted the person that helped in this assist, Laureen Gable. And gets her first assist of the season for L. Gable. Gabelle. 
apologies, Gabelle, if I couldn't say your first name right in advance. Those goals in the second period come at 12 minutes and 38 seconds, 8 minute, 18 minutes and 38 seconds as well. Then who's a rival to stop Toronto from getting the victory? But L. Gable. But L. Gable. With her second goal of the night and second goal of the season. Assisted by the person that helped her to the first goal of her season. Back in 12 minutes and 38 seconds. Alina Muller. Who gets her fourth. Assist. Second and third assist of the season in just one night. Emily Brown would follow with her first assist at a time of the goal, 18 minutes and 10 seconds, which will put the icing on the cake for a Boston Bruins goal tender win of Emma Zoidberg. Soderberg, excuse me. Again, apologetic in advance if I pronounce any last names or first names wrong. All right. Coming up on this opening segment, we'll get to our three stars of the game. We will get to our penalty summary next. We will get to our three stars. I already mentioned that. We'll get to our women's player of the game in the middle segment. Take a look to wrap up the opening segment at what matchups await us after tonight's games. And also in the middle segment, we'll talk about the winning goaltender and the losing goaltender. All of that is coming up, along with our play of the game and our attendance record. But first, before we close out this half of the opening segment, our referees were Jack Kinglane and David Alford. Eford. Apologetic in advance, David, if I get your last name's pronunciation wrong. They were joined by Ali Breers and Laura Gatsukas. Laura G. And Ali B. Were your lines persons? All right, let's take a little break from our station and get ready to come back in 
to our opening segment on the PWHO. A reminder, three stars of the game. Women's hockey player of the game is coming up. Our game stats featuring the shots on goal and the penalty summary. When the opening segment continues, I'll reveal more on uh, what will happen in the mill segment and what will happen in our last segment when we get close to wrapping up our opening segment. Back after these words from our station and some of our podcast friends. This is the PWHL recap on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast. Recapping the teams. Toronto and Boston. The teams you see behind me, you might not be able to see them, but you will be able to look at it through audio. A quick reminder to those of you who are sensing if there's copyright, this is under fair use. Uh, We are not trying to get in trouble with the PWHL recap. This is just recapping every game after they air on select nights or days that on the ice and on the benches or the recap you can see on Sports for Beginners are choosing to recap a game. No copyright is intended. Strictly fair use. Back after these words from our station and more from the PWHL recap is on the way. Stick around. One song at a time. 
looking for a good hockey podcast that covers your favorite hockey teams and mine, check out On the Ice and Behind the Benches, where we chat about our favorite hockey teams from puck drop to the last play of the action. To learn more, follow the On the Ice and Behind the Benches Facebook page, search On the Ice and Behind the Benches. Looking for conversations on books and more, as well as tutorials on using your favorite devices and applications? You've come to the right place. Join us weekly on Spicy Techie, where Ali, Makara, and Sienna provide insightful conversations as well as useful tips and tricks to help you along on your technological journey. To learn more, Tune in to the show and like the Spicy Techie Facebook page. Search for Spicy Techie. It is the PWHL recap on this On the Ice and Behind the Benches, Wednesday, January 17th. 2024 edition we are recapping the pwhl boston winners over the pwhl toronto three to two but you know there was also another game that went final as we were getting ready to prepare for this show that needed extra time and that was the game of which we saw Ottawa and Minnesota. Now, Minnesota and Ottawa meeting for the first time. You figure, how come New York pulled down Minnesota? They were on a hot streak. Well, fact is, they're still on a hot streak. They just met in overtime, and this was their second overtime tonight, and it was against Ottawa. With the final score, just like our game, three to two. Anyways, our opening segment continues with our penalty summary where we're going to start. But before we do get to any of that, I'd just like to say hello to all of you listening in the United States, whether you're listening in Miami Beach, Florida, you're listening in the Steel City of Pittsburgh, you're listening in California, Sonoma, or you're listening in Kirkland and Tacoma. in the nation's capital of the United States of America. Maybe you're listening to us from Ashburn in Virginia. In any case, welcome. 
I'd also like to welcome those of you listening in Ontario, those of you listening in Quebec, and British Columbia, as well as our friends over at the United Kingdom in London, England. Welcome everyone to the show. Welcome everyone in the capital region of Denmark. Welcome everyone in Budapest from Hungary. Welcome. We hope you enjoy the show. As much as we do making it. We're currently getting ready for our second season, first episode premiere of the second season. But I'll talk about that in the final segment. Still is a work in progress there. So, through the penalty somewhere we go. And it starts out like this. Remember how I said Megan Keller gets a goal? Well, she gets a goal, but she also winds up getting a send bin call for hooking. And it's two minutes. The time of the penalty, three minutes and five seconds into the first period. A little later, six minutes and 26 seconds later, into the, into the first period, Hannah Brandit, Brandit gets a call to the box for tripping two minutes. It seems like Toronto has a great chance at winning this game with two Boston players in the box. But hold on. What about Toronto? Well, after 20 minutes, Boston was the only two people that went in the box. First two power play chances for Toronto did not connect. We'll talk about the power plays in just a little bit. So a minute three into the second period, also known as the 40-minute period in the National Hockey League, Hillary Knight, Gets a two-minute minor for elbowing. Send Toronto back onto the power play. There's power play number three. They cannot connect. It is Boston penalty kill killing off three penalties already. So. Who better to send to the box and give yourself a power play chance for Boston? But Renetta Fast. And Renetta Fast is set to the box with a two minute roughing call 
send Boston on the power play at 2 minutes and 59 seconds, the time of the penalty. What about Boston? Do they get another person in the penalty, or is it just four people in the penalty box? Well, it wasn't just four Boston players that found their way to the box of penalties. As Kay Franklin Brackning, Kayla Franklin, apologies if I can't pronounce this person's name. Anyways, she gets a call, and the call is interfered. Two minute minor. Bring Toronto on the power play. That's their fourth power play chance. With Haley KF wearing number 13. Getting sent to the box at 6 minutes and 31 seconds in. The call interfered. Two minutes and 52 seconds later in the third period, as we've already played 40 minutes, it is Nicole Costa. Two minutes and the call is hooking. Toronto is now had five power play chances. But at this point, before that penalty happened, they only had four chances on the power play. Couldn't connect. 12 minutes and 48 seconds into the 60-minute period of play, it is Brittany Howard, two minutes, and the call is roughing. So that begs the question. If there were five women on the Boston team, the team behind me, Alongside Toronto. Which is also behind me. How many minutes total does that mean. Boston spent in the box. Well. They were all two minute minors. Or. Majors. So, they spent 10 minutes with five Boston players in the box. 
for all of the two minutes. That's a total of 10 minutes in the penalty box. Giving them a low, giving them a point streak of eight points. It ain't too bad for Toronto, though. They spent four minutes in the box with just two players in the penalty box. Giving them a total of six points. And now, before we go any further, let's go down to our three stars of the game. But before we do that, let's see who our goaltenders were for Toronto and for Boston. Emma gets the net for Boston. And Kristen is back in net for Toronto. Both had increasingly good games. Kristen Pretty good in the first period. Two shots, two saves. When playing a full minute of ice time, 52 minutes and 19 seconds, she saved just 17 out of the 20 shots she faced. And our shot total is 32 Toronto, 22 Boston. So most of these shots were blocked every time Boston tried to get a shot on Kristen. She would finish the game off the ice at 18 minutes and 45 seconds. Not bad, not bad, not bad. All right, let's get to our intro of the three stars. And then get the knowledge on our shots on goal before wrapping up this opening segment. Once again, as the score, as the box score on the scoring summary talk, it's Boston getting two in the second, one in the third. And one each in the third and first for Toronto. None in the second for Toronto. Leaving us with... Three, two. The final. In the Maple Leaf Garden of... The Athletic Center. Let's see our introduction and get to the three stars. Here we go. It's time for the three stars of tonight's game. And 
here we go back to the on the ice and behind the benches podcast studio with your host thomas mcgregor and that is me on the on the ice and behind the benches podcast point of this uh great job for that introduction as it always does so our three stars is pretty evenly split down the middle here. Let's look at our three stars here. Courtesy of the PWHL official website. PWHL.com official website. And our third star of the game is the goaltender, Emma... Soderberg, Emma S, Emma S, with 30 saves, 32 shots, complete 60 minutes. Coming in at number two, we have Hannah Miller, two goals, no assist. She is your PWHL Toronto three-star of the game. And on Boston's side, you've got two goals and an assist in L. Gable. Number 36, 34, and 30 are your three stars of the game. 34 from Toronto in Hannah Miller. And 30 and 36 in Boston, L. Gable and Emma S. An opening segment in the book, almost. Let's get to our shots on goal. And then in the middle segment, we'll talk about our attendance record. We'll get to our women's player of the game. Then it's time to check on the action that we just mentioned. And where you could find that recap. Which was also happening tonight following this game. The OT final. In the nation's capital of Ottawa. And here in Canada. You're listening to On the Ice and Behind the Bench is the PWHL recap professional women's hockey on On the Ice and Behind the Bench is the podcast. Our shots on goal pretty much interesting in the last period. 13 and 14 for either side. 13 shots for Boston. 14 shots for Toronto. 8 shots for Toronto in the second. 6 shots for Boston in the second period. And Toronto led things off in style with 3 shots 
only to Boston and 10 shots for Toronto. So Toronto would have a seven shot lead by the end of the first 20 minutes. By the end of the 40 minutes, it was getting close. But how close was it? We'll talk about that. Perhaps on another edition of On the Ice and Behind the Benches. But right now, that is it for the opening segment. Coming up, it's our women's player of the game when we get to our middle segment. We'll talk about the game in the nation's capital of Ontario, Canada. Featuring Minnesota and Ottawa, where you can catch that game. I'll give you some thoughts as well. We'll get to the attendance record. And we'll figure out when this finished and how long it was with the attendance record sending us into our final segment. Once again, the referees, as we send us into break with a word from our friends over at Broadcast Map and our friends over at Take Another Look. David E. and Jack H. They were met by, in the lines person, Laura G. and Ali B. It is the PWHL recap on On the Ice and Behind the Benches. And after the words from Broadcast Map and Take Another Look, it's the Women's Player of the Night segment of the middle segment. We'll talk about how long the game was, what the attendance record was, what the finish time was. I'll give you some thoughts. And we'll take a look at Ottawa and Minnesota's game and where you can find it. All coming on the middle segment of the PWHL recap. The rest of the show, right after these words, stay with us. Because you don't want to miss out. Looking for conversations? on the world of broadcasting, sports media, and from time to time, my favorite sports teams, listen to Broadcast Map with me, Ali Musa. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Broadcast Map Facebook page. Search Broadcast Map. Take another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo, two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections.
It is the PWHL recap right here on On the Ice and Behind the Benches. Quick reminder that our next broadcast of recaps for the PWHL will be when Toronto and Ottawa are at the TD Place Arena on January 23rd, Tuesday. You may catch the game recap on Wednesday morning, Wednesday afternoon, give or take. On, on the ice and behind the benches, we'll be recapping the 7 p.m. Eastern time puck drop between Toronto and Ottawa on January 23rd, 2014. That is our next broadcast. We will also be back on, on the ice and behind the benches for a very interesting Sunday afternoon edition of Minnesota and New York, but more on that broadcast and when that will happen in due time. It is our middle segment of the program, and it's now time to look at our Women's Player of the Night. Seeing as how it is nighttime, our Women's Player of the Night will be on a one for each side. And I have to give my credit where credit is due. I mean, Hannah Miller for your women's Toronto team, six shots on net, two points for that, and two goals. Who does that? That is fantastic work by Hannah Miller. Unfortunately, wasn't in the cards, as we say, when we play card games like 21 or President or whatever card game I can think of that you guys have played before. It wasn't in the cards. But hey. Hannah Miller, you're my player of the game for the women Toronto team. But I think it'd be best to also say that we got some great women action also on the defensive side with Jesse having one shot on net, keeping the assist. Going. Jesse C wears number 18 of Toronto. Great job by her. She's a forward. I actually thought she was a defenseman, but she's a forward. All right. My mistake there. Your PWHL Boston Women's Player of the Night. I mean, she is a star in the game, but she is definitely a star on my book of the game since she got a goal here. Give it up for Megan Keller, defenseman, a goal, two penalty minutes, two shots on net, no points for it. Hey, that's a little weird. Usually when you get two penalty minutes, you get two shots, you get a goal. You usually have 
points on there. So there should be like maybe four or five points on there. But oh well. He's my player of the game for Boston. I'd also like to give some credit to Hillary Knight. Four shots on net. She spent two minutes in the box. She got two points for that reason. But no matter how hard she tried to blank Kristen Campbell, she wasn't able to get the net and the shot on the net. And when she had a chance, the shot was either blocked or wide of the net. Let's take a look at what our broadcast game looked like in game number 14 of the inaugural season for the PWHL. You can also catch it on Recap Motion for Sports for Beginners, the podcast. This one needs extra time, and who better to give you the extra time goal than Susanna Tappanin? Her second goal of the season. And nobody is better to get her that goal than herself. But she had a little help forcing overtime with the likes of Grace Sumwinkle. Sumwinkle getting her fifth goal of the season. Great job. Grace Zumwinkle. Great job. Five goals already. And that was on a jailbreak. Literally, it was on a jailbreak. Good job for you, Grace. Oh, yeah, by the way, although you can see it on Sports for Beginners, by the way. When you're on the penalty kill, if you score, the person you sent to the box immediately leaves. Yeah, it's not like the NHL where just because you score a shorthand, it doesn't mean that player leaves the box. It's if you score shorthanded, you freed your guy, you freed your person from the box. Kind of interesting, isn't it? You could catch the whole recap on Sports for Beginners, the podcast, but a reminder of the goaltenders, it was Nicole Hensley in net against Amores M. Who gets the OT lost, and of course, Nicole Hensley gets the W. We will follow that game, I'm sure, if we're listening to this recap. And that recap on our podcasting platforms. But back over to our game. Of course, the head coaches were Courtney Kessler. And on Toronto, Troy Ryan, I believe, is the head coach of 
Toronto, but I'll just double check. Pull the head coaches. Yes, Troy Ryan is the head coach of your Toronto women's hockey team. So who are our backups? We never got to that in the opening segment. This is our middle segment. Well, Erica Howie backed up Kristen Campbell and backing up Emma was Frankel Erin was Franco E. Frankler A, excuse me. A little hard to pronounce that, but I did my best. This game played at the Maple Leaf Gardens was an attendance record of 2,000. 491 people in attendance. It started at 7.08 p.m. Eastern Time, finished at 9.28 p.m. Eastern Time, making the game at approximately 2 hours and 20 minutes. Once again, the winners, the Boston women's hockey team, and the losers, Toronto, both of which have played increasingly good games. As we take a look at the standings here before I get into my thoughts here, and then we send it over to what's happening in our final segment here of the program. Minnesota, Montreal, New York, and Toronto have played a total of five games out of 24 games in the regular season. but. In total of this actual season, it is 74 games, I believe. I'll check in with my host of Sports Beginners on that just in case. But anyways, five games played by Minnesota, five games played by Montreal, five games played by New York, five games played by Toronto, as it stands. And Minnesota hasn't lost a game. In regulation, they have lost in overtime, so they join Montreal. And now, Ottawa, who has lost two straight in overtime. All right, let's talk about the game. So, and I'll unshare my screen here so you can see me. So, I mean, this was fire from the moment it started. Hannah Miller is the sole person to get your goals for Toronto. But, I mean, Toronto's goal scores really tried. I mean, I was really thinking maybe Sarah Nurse had a chance. Maybe some and a shout-out to Nick Nurse, head coach of the Toronto Raptors former head coach right now, I guess, as Sarah Nurse uh, 
is part of this team and of course has tried her hardest to get some goals and she did get some goals in previous games. But uh you know, she's working her way there. Um I did like what we were seeing from Hannah Miller, as I said, she's my Toronto player women's of the night. I did like what we saw from her. Uh, Natalie Spooner, Natalie Spooner. If I had a play of the game, highlight to show you. Oh man, this was a highlight that you couldn't miss or blink an eye for. If you blinked, you missed it. Natalie Spooner had a chance, missed the chance. All oh, the shots just went wide of the net or somewhere around that net some anyway it missed the net but it was a great a chance that i thought but just didn't find the back of the net that was my play of the game toronto looks to bounce back at it and who will they be facing You'll find out in the, in the final segment. But first, a word from our friends over at Sienna T Radio. And there are some shows for Sienna T Radio that are happening this week and I think next week. But you can listen to what's happening on Sienna T Radio by either tuning in to Sienna T Radio or listening to the recap on the Sports Beginners Podcast with the PWHL. All right, let's hear from our friend over at Sienna T Radio, and then it's time to wrap this show up. Quick reminder, because I won't be doing it at the end of this final segment, our next broadcast is Toronto and Ottawa at TD Place on January 23rd. So Toronto and Ottawa fans, I hope you're ready because I'm certainly ready to see what we have in store after 7 o'clock on January 23rd, 2024. The new year is in full swing and with a new year, Comes a new league, comes New Year resolution, resolutions. And my resolution for this year on our podcast front is to get both on the ice and behind the benches and my working environment podcast on the same page. That's right. When I don't want to talk about sports, I do this create interviews for. A podcast I called The Working Environment. But you'll get the gist after these words from Sanity Radio. And maybe The Working Environment Podcast. It's the PWHL recap and it recaps Boston and Toronto. Both winners and losers in this game. With the next games for Toronto and Boston, 
my final thoughts on the game. A remembering of the attendance record. And the time of the game start to end. And then that's it. Stick around. What a busy traffic on this Friday evening. I am almost stuck in this traffic for the last 40 minutes. And there is no way, I think, for me to get to the show. The Sienna T Radio Song Bank. Which is going to start very shortly. It's one of my favorite shows. And my, my, what a way to wind down for the weekend. Perfect two hours of fun-filled music. And she has so many great features. Sound of Music. Undercover. Foreign Exchange. Name that tune. And the big wheel that she spins. For who's that? Or where are we? We cannot forget about the international stage. I have never come across such a great show in my life. I think I will have to press hard on my accelerator and go as fast as I can to get home in time. Wow! Wow! Look! I made it! I am almost there! Sienna t Making your day brighter, one song at a time. When it comes to life and watching sports, sometimes you can't do both. Well, you can, but it costs money, and that means jobs, right? Join me, Thomas McGregor, on a Working Environment podcast, where we take a break from covering sports and dive into how people like athletes, coaches, teachers, etc. deal with challenges in the workplace. I hope you will join us because together we can get ready for the workforce and make connections too. To learn more, please visit Beyond the Ice and Behind the Fences Facebook page. I wonder if I could make it. It's almost getting to 8 o'clock p.m. And I am still a few more steps away from home to get to my computer to listen to CNT Radio's Cosmopolitan Culture Club. The best of the best music from around the world. Can't wait! I think I made it! Sienna T Radio. Making your day brighter, one song at a time.
Boston wins. Toronto loses. The final scorer on this BWHL recap for On the Ice and Behind the Benches. Boston 3. Toronto. Just two. Now, we got our player of the game out of the way. We got everything we wanted to get through. I just want to provide my final thoughts. But before we do that, a quick brief reminder that the January schedule for Toronto and Boston is quickly wrapping up. And Toronto's next opponent is Montreal on Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern time. 7 o'clock Central time, I believe. I'll get those time zones uh, understandably so, probably better as we go on. But 8 o'clock Eastern time is the time for Montreal and Toronto. In the auditorium arena on Saturday, as they're part of a matchup between New York and Boston, which goes at 12:30 Eastern time. I'm back with you for PWHL recap after or next day. For Toronto and Ottawa at TD Place on January 23rd at 7 p.m. It is the Battle of Ontario second round matchup after Ottawa beat Toronto 5 to 1. At the Athletic Center in what was otherwise known as the Maple Leaf Gardens, years ago. When Toronto welcomed in the Toronto Maple Leafs. They wrap up their January schedule with a matchup between New York Catch that recap on the Sports for Beginners podcast. And after another round of New York versus Toronto, they take it to Minnesota at the Maple Leaf Garden Center, known as the Athletic Center now where they just played tonight, Boston, and Ottawa a few nights ago, Saturday, January 13th. As it's a brawl between Minnesota and Toronto, their second meeting of this season, 
It's a noon game at 12 p.m. Eastern time on Saturday, February 3rd. Back to night action on Toronto when they face Boston yet again. This time it's at the Tasonga Center at 7 p.m. Eastern time on February 14th. And they meet Montreal in Toronto, the Athletic Center, Maple Leaf Gardens, on the Friday of the 16th at 7 p.m. Eastern time. January is quickly wrapping up. On the PWHL inaugural season. So how does Boston send themselves into February? Well. Saturday. At 12.30pm Eastern time. New York is in the house. To play Boston for the first time. At the Twasonga Center. Then it's off to TD Place against Ottawa for a 7 p.m. Eastern time puck drop. Late afternoon action on Saturday, January 27th, Boston and, and Minnesota play at the Tusonga Center. And open up February with just like they did January, a little bit of a short schedule. Ticking things off February 4th with a matchup between Boston at home and Montreal on the road. Toronto meets them again February 14th, Wednesday. We're back at it again with New York. Same place. Different night, Saturday, February 17th. 4 p.m. Eastern time. In the Tusonga Center. To kick off February. As it looks like we've got quite the February matchups in Boston. Before Boston actually hits the road against Minnesota. To end off February. The final two matchups, a back-to-back Wednesday and Monday with Boston and Ottawa playing in the same place at different times. 4.30 Eastern Time on Monday and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Wednesday, February 21st. So it finally will happen, eh? Boston and Ottawa will finally go head-to-head, but it will be in February. Kind of worth the wait, I think, right? But still, a lot of Boston home games before a road game, and it's basically the end of February for them? Oof. Good thing you've got days off. In between those games. I'm sure. You're going to need it. Speaking of going to need it. Let's look at. Before I get my final thoughts in. 
and how I would describe this game in one word. Our schedule finishing up January, heading into our next month of action, February. It all wraps up with January wraps up with a double hitter on Saturday featuring Montreal and Toronto back at it again. Eight o'clock Eastern time at the Auditorium Center, Boston and New York at the Tasonga Center. 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time is the start time for them. They kick things off. Toronto and Montreal end it. A doubleheader isn't until the 24th when Ottawa and Toronto meet at TD Place. Then Ottawa welcomes in Boston the next night on January 24th to kickstart a night action on Wednesday Night Hockey. Featuring Montreal and Minnesota at the XL Energy Center at 7 p.m. Central Time, 8 o'clock Eastern Time. 7 p.m. Eastern Time, Boston and Ottawa get going at the TD Place. Once that doubleheader hits, it's time for one more final doubleheader. On Saturday, January 27th, with Montreal and Ottawa playing a Canadian matchup at Place Bell Arena, Boston and Minnesota meet for a 4 p.m. puck drop at the Tosonga Center, and Toronto and New York end off January in style back where they started it on New Year's Day. New York and Toronto, same place, different time. January 26th on Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time at the Athletic Center, Maple Leaf Gardens. It's unclear right now on On the Ice and Behind the Benches whether we'll do that round, but stick around for further updates. Our next broadcast, I will tell you, will be the matchup in January. Schedule between Boston and Ottawa, but I'll double check just in case. As for the remainder of this game, that is it for this one. Oh no, excuse me, we're doing the Battle of Ontario. On Tuesday, January 3rd, I just remembered. Anyways, if I could describe this word, this game, in one measly sentence, I would say that this game was pretty entertaining. It was pretty good, actually. Five penalties killed off by Boston. That's pretty good. Two penalties killed off by Toronto. Hey, I'm all for killing penalties. but. Let's try to get some goals here on the power play or maybe a jailbreak or something. You you now know how it works, right? And you can uh, you could use that to your advantage. I, I know it's probably hard, but you can find a way to do it. I'm sure you can. 
So yeah, that those are my final thoughts. Our closing message is next on the PWHL recap. But as for myself, whether you're listening to this in the daytime, the afternoon, or right now in the evening, that is it for this one. Thank you very much for listening to another edition of the PWHL recap on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast. I have been your host, Thomas McGregor, and you have just listened to professional women's hockey on the on the ice and behind the benches podcast love one another stay warm out there and drive carefully good night to those of you listening at nighttime have a great day everyone for those of you in the daytime, when you're, whenever you may be listening to this, this is Thomas McGregor signing off for another edition of the PWHL Recap. Girl, Power Rules. Our closing message is next. Once again, your final 3-2 Boston over... Toronto, Kristen Campbell with the L, Emma S with the win, and your attendance record of this game at 2 hours and 20 minutes, and a start time of 7.08 p.m. Eastern to 9.28 p.m. Eastern time finished. Was an attendance record of 2,491 people in attendance. Your officials, Jack H., David E., and your Alliance persons, Laura G., and Ali B. That is it for me, guys. That is it for PWHL Recap. I will catch you guys and girls. Almost forgot about them. Tuesday, January 23rd, when Ottawa and Toronto meet at TD Place. Stick around for when the launch of that show will happen. And if you're waiting on the Minnesota and New York recap, that will be launching sometime this week alongside this one that we're just recording. But like I said, that is it for the show. Have a great night, everyone. Have a great week if you're listening to this in the daytime. Please feel free to send us a voice message with permission to use it if you want us to use it on our show and hear what you had to say for our show. If you feel we need a review or you can rate us, rate us up on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. 
it really helps out the podcast as we are just getting started and fin- and continuing the pod because we love doing it. And I'll see you, Ottawa and Toronto fans of the women hockey teams, Tuesday, January 23rd, after the game. Peace. I'm out for now. The closing message is next. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Professional Women's Hockey on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast. If you'd like to know more about what games are recapped on this program and when they happen, visit us first at our Facebook page, search On the Ice and Behind the Benches on Facebook and like the page. Or you could visit us at our website on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches website. Search On the Ice and Behind the Benches WordPress.com. You can even send us a voice message in the link provided in the description below. And as we always remind you, it is never goodbye. It is until next time. Girl Power Rules! Hello everyone, I am Thomas Roar Gregor, and today I'm going to be talking about an amazing man by the name of Jerry Howard. When I was growing up, I had always loved to listen to the radio for music entertainment. But then one day, while we were driving home from a current event that my family had gone to go and watch, my dad turned the radio to what was called AM radio on the car. And as we were listening to a sports broadcast from Sports at 590 The Fan, it turned out to be the voice behind the sportscast was Jerry Howard who at the time was alongside Tom Cheek, Tom Young, and now the host of Deep Left Field, Mike Wilner. And every night, they would do something called a Tip Top Taylor's Player of the Game, which eventually turned into a long-term program called Blue Jays Talk, or now known as Jays Talk, The very famous Jerry Howard had been with the Toronto Blue Jays since the iconic line from Tom Cheek back when Joe Carter was a part of the team hit a game-winning run that went something like this. Touch them all, Joe. You'll never hit a bigger home run in your life. And Jerry Howard would follow these iconic lines with a line like Like so, during the 2015 American wildcard game between the Blue Jays and the Texas Rangers, going something like this. First pitch, fly ball, deep left field, 
And there she goes. And the Blue Jays are back in it with Jose Batista's iconic bat flip. And we are back in the game, Blue Jay fans. But it didn't start out that way. No, see, growing up, Jerry Howard didn't start as a Canadian broadcaster for the radio and become a part of the Toronto Blue Jays organization for over 36 years since his last call was in 2018 with the Blue Jays. He started his calling baseball games, sports games, whatever the case was for broadcasting in America after graduating from education of St. Clair University. Jerry Howard is now retired and he is just over 76 years old with his family out in Edbrook after the 2018 final season call on the radio alongside the men I was just referring to, Tom Cheek, Tom Young, and of course, Mike Wilner, who is now the host of Deep Left Field. He is a happy man, and in an interview that I watched on YouTube, which is still available, check it out if you want, um, he said that he holds no regrets and thought he had a great career in baseball, both on the broadcast booth and off the broadcast booth from the radio. But one thing that I want to touch on before we close things out is he had this iconic line where he would address people as his friends, saying, Hello, friends. This is Jerry Howard, welcoming you to Blue Jays Baseball on the Sports That Radio Network. Both these lines from both Tom Cheek and Jerry Howard himself, whether it was the calls of the Blue Jays games, have made a tremendous impact on me, as has all the other Blue Jay broadcasters on TV like Jamie Campbell. But Jerry Howard's Hello Friends will forever remain a part of my heart in my and my love for the Blue Jays as baseball legacy, as his baseball legacy continues. Well, friends, this is it, it's been fun talking about Jerry Howard, and I wish we could do more. But uh, we are running out of time here, so thanks for listening. And until next time, I'll see you later.